Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. We're going to do this time is we're going to take that same G chord on the sixth string and the fifth string, but we're going to build scalar ideas that are usable in multiple octaves as well. So we need to say, if you remember the last lesson, and please make sure you did watch the last lesson, because we had the G octaves, and then we had the fifth string octaves as well. We want to be able to see those Gs to set up the visualization of our fretboard. Okay, so uh, again, oftentimes when we learn our, our scales, we learn how to play this kind of idea, which is great. I, I know those too. Okay, but we're looking for a shortcut. We're looking for a different perspective on seeing these so we can access the information right away and we can use it in our playing. Okay, when we're soloing or when we're writing or riffing over, you know, comping over a chord or whatever it might be. So right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the first six notes of this scale, just those, and you can pick them, you can hammer them, I, technically, again, do what is best for you. What I'm more concerned with is the visualization of your fretboard at this point. So you're taking these two spread fingerings, and then you go into the next G, and playing exactly the same thing, and then you're going to the next G and playing the same thing. So you wind up this. Visualization. Okay, whatever you want to do with this. Again, if you look at it, you've got your G, and then here, your pinky would be your B, and then here would be your D. So there's your root third and fifth. So you can already see the chord tones. And then these other three would be the non-chord tones. So it's really nice because as you visualize this, you can make some really nice melodies by just visualizing root third fifth, and then your two four six and be sitting, and you can go back and forth between those. in all of these octaves. So you can either burn up these positions by doing hammer-ons or pull-ups or picking or whatever you like. Okay, make something kind of cool, right? Whatever you might like, or you can just break it down. Make whatever you like. melodies that way okay so we're going to add on one more note we're going to add on the seventh and we're going to do that by uh doing the same similar thing or similar thing that we did last time we're going to use it as a positional shift so we're going to use that note to slide us and that last one will actually if we think about it when we do that seven slide That's fine. Again, it, it's a little twist on what we're seeing, but th that works great, especially up on the top side. 
Lots of really cool ways that you can do that. So this is a great way of being able to approach your fretboard, being able to see all seven of those notes, being able to see them laid out, but it's not all these multiple shapes moving across this way, it's one uniform shape that's moving up the guitar. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Now, in order to make that work for us, we need to also learn this in the fifth string position, which is a little bit different, okay? So we got our octave. So we have our first one, which is, looks great. So again, here's the six, the prime six. And we've got a root third fifth. To do whatever we want with, okay? But then we gotta find the octave of that. Now the octave is a little bit off center because we can play the same spread fingerings, but because of the tuning, we have to go. We gotta move up a half step on the second string. So it makes it a little bit harder to play. But it's sitting right there, okay? And again, I can see my root, my third, but then my fifth is going to be right there. And then, of course, going back into the idea that I did in the prior lesson. The cool thing about this is, is that, that whenever you're building these... Right below you is the arpeggio that we talked about, the triad that we talked about in the last lesson. So you get this cool little double package of these two pieces together. See that? See how cool that is? So if I was here, I have the new thing and the old thing, which was which we developed into. So they're all sitting right there. I move it up an octave. Here's my here's the old one. See how they connect together? It's really, really fun. That's a, a, a tactic that a lot of guitar players, including myself, use to be able to make really cool, quick little ideas right away, as opposed to going, okay, I have, you know, three seconds to make something up, or I need something cool over the top of this little chord thing right here. And I don't want to always go back to, you know, big mountain and start here and then try and, because I don't have time for all that. Okay. I just need something quick and I need something efficient over whatever it is I'm soloing over. So if I'm playing over a, you know, a D, C, G, corporate, whatever it might be. 
and this D chord comes up, and I think, okay, well, where do I have a D? Well, I got D here, so I've got or I've got D sitting right here. I can do stuff there, or whatever, whatever, right? I mean, I could go up an octave, go up to D up here, okay? C chord comes up. Fifth string, I can see it off the fifth string, or I can see it off the sixth string. G chord comes up, see it off the sixth string, see it off the fifth string, whatever it is I want. But you can see how you can grab ideas very, very, very quickly. So let's say I was making something where I'm playing, uh, we'll just use D as our example. So I've got D sitting here. Okay, and then C comes up. Well then C, I'm gonna move down here. I gotta find a G, so I'm gonna come over to this thing and I'm gonna play. You see how I did that? So the D, I built off these fifth string and I did the triad and I built something. C, I went over to this guy, did the triad off there. Instead of doing the triad, I went to the sixth note. This one. And built something off of that G. And there's just a million, literally a million things you could do with this. So hopefully that helps you a little bit. And again, expanding your brain and the way that you're seeing things to come up with something really creative. Now, like I always tell you, it's, it's really important that you don't look at all this stuff and go, well, I got to learn how to do it all absolutely perfect. Because oftentimes when you come across with that, that thought process, that's when you fail. Find something that is usable and transferable across your fretboard. You might find seven things. That's great. But find one thing. Find one idea that you can really utilize in your playing. And then maybe find two and three and so on. But start with something that is really useful to you, even if it's just something off the original arpeggio or something off that six note idea. Just being able to see something quickly. Maybe you, you don't worry about fifth string right now. You just focus on sixth string. That's okay. Or maybe just the opposite. You do more fifth string stuff so you focus more on that. Don't feel bad about it. The goal is to find something that works for you. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, if you can do this, on the first string, of course, you could do it on the sixth string as well, right? Because they're both E strings. But I'm going to try and explain this in a way that makes sense in my brain because I don't try and always use backward logic and go, well, if I could do this here, I could do this here. Yes, the, the answer is always that's true. But what I try and do when I see my fretboard is look at different ways of seeing things. So I'm not always trying to make everything make perfect sense. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.